Hello and welcome to College Sports Conversations presented by the NCAA. I'm Cameron Shu. Now, as the landscape of college athletics evolves, it's more important than ever that the student athletes have a voice in the decision-making process of the association. In Division I, that voice is carried by the Student Athlete Advisory Committee, a group of 32 members representing each conference. Today, my guest is the Vice Chair of the D1 SAC, Morgan Wynn, from the Big 12 Conference. Morgan is a recent graduate from Oklahoma State University, where she was a highly decorated softball player and earned a strategic communications degree. Morgan, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure having you uh, here with us. Thanks for taking the time. So now, Morgan, I'd like to jump right into your college journey. You started off at Kansas and had a successful three years and then decided to transfer to Oklahoma State for your senior and graduate season. Talk to me about your experience with that and using the portal and everything. Yeah, so um, a little fun fact, I committed to Kansas at a time where kids were committing really young. I was 14. Um, wow. It was before the rule was passed. You know, you couldn't commit until September 1st of your junior year. And a little part of me kind of wishes that I had that rolling effect when I was that young. But um, if I went back in time, my story would look different if that was the case. So um, I was 14. And so for all four years of high school, I would travel back and forth to Lawrence, Kansas. And um, so then when the time came, I had a wonderful three years, um, really great experience because it shaped me into who I am today and led me to the path that I decided to go on when I hopped in the portal. But I really was looking for a program that kind of just fit my mindset a little better, but I was also um, looking for a school specifically that I can continue my degree. So um, I studied strategic communications at KU, which led me to choosing Oklahoma State was because they also had a decorated strategic communications program. That's great. That, that always helps yeah. when you're in that. So if you don't mind, how was the whole working with the transfer portal? Was it easy? Was it difficult to navigate? What, what, what was your experience? So it was actually easier than I thought. I thought it was going to be a lot, um, a lot more difficult than it turned out. Well, I walked in you know, signed my paperwork with compliance and my name was in the portal within 30 minutes because wow. I did it on just like a regular old Tuesday. Okay. Like, <laughs> wow. So um, within 30 minutes, right after I signed it, I went to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I will never forget I went to Chick-fil-A um, and I started getting emails like on the fly. That fast? That fast, wow. yeah. I mean, they were schools that I, you know, knew weren't playing in postseason. Um, my season ended in early May, right after conference was over. Um, and so there were programs that hadn't even been looking in the portal yet because they were focused on their conference championship mm -hmm. tournaments or um, getting ready for um, the NCAA tournament. So I knew I wasn't going to expect those programs like right off the bat. So I was working a little bit with mid-majors, D2s. There were a few D3s, but I knew where I really wanted to mm -hmm. go. So that helps. Um, I really took the initiative at first and I made a list of the schools I wanted to go to. There you go. Um, and then I kind of just marketed myself from there and then I stayed patient and waited um, for the emails I wanted to come in. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. That's great to hear. So, to that point, what was it about Oklahoma State that drew you to them? I know you mentioned they had the same degree pursuit, but was there any other aspects 
about Oklahoma State? Yeah, well, I was choosing between Oklahoma State and Washington, and then there were a few others. Um, most of my other choices were like Big 12, and I knew I really wanted to stay Big 12, yeah. and I knew I wanted a school that I could continue my degree. I also really wanted a college town. So choosing between the University of Washington, where it's Seattle, and the population's like four point something million, <laughs> Like I knew I wanted a small, like less than a hundred thousand type of school, just because I know um, from past experience living in Lawrence that those type of towns, like the community, is really involved um, and uplifting within college athletics. And so that was kind of a no-brainer for me in Stillwater. I got there um, for the second time ever because I played my freshman year there at that stadium, um, and I really got a chance to explore the town and explore the small little downtown area and just the cute little boutique shops yeah. and mom and pop shops and things like that. And I was like, I I think I love this place. And then I ended up meeting people from there. Um, and just like seeing how the families interact with each other, I was like, okay, I can see myself living here long term. Oh, wow. That's great. So <laughs> even beyond that, like obviously I was looking for a softball program that fit my needs culturally and softball wise and that you know coach g laid it all out for me and i already knew the success of the program so it made it a really easy decision for me excellent and, and i love that you touched on on the culture aspect because that's transition to the next question i had for you you know it's clear having a voice is essential to who you are and while at kansas you served on the school sack and participated in ku rise tell me a little bit about that yeah, so I've always been involved. Even back in high school, I was in like leadership and student activities and things like that. So I knew I wanted to do that when I got to college. And the perfect avenue was through SAC. Um, there was also KU Rise, like you mentioned, which was like a community for um, minority student athletes. And so we would kind of put these like little activities together like potlucks and movie nights and like things like that to create safe spaces for the minority student athletes at a PWI and um, that was just really cool to be a part of just because like away from my softball team like I knew that that was kind of like my little group and um, that was really fun to be a part of and get to know people that are not from California and they grew up differently and kind of just share our childhood experiences and things like that. So um, when I was transferring, I told Coach G about all of my in previous involvements and yeah. how I intended to get involved with the same type of organizations on campus at Oklahoma State. And he was pumped. Like on my visit, <laughs> he had everybody lined up that I needed to meet, like oh, everyone for SAC or um, like my my mentor to get me involved here with NCAA. And so he had it all lined up and ready to go. All right. So that being said, where does that inspiration to be involved in social change come from? Really? I don't know, honestly. <laughs> um, I just know that like I've been so greatly impacted by my experiences and like when I hear other people's stories and they're not as glorious as mine, I don't know why I feel inclined to make change or to make sure that everybody has an experience like I did throughout my five years. Like I, I want to be the voice for the people who don't want to use theirs. And that's just where that comes from for me, I think. 
That makes that makes sense. Uh, I get that. And and so along that line, and you touched on this a little bit, but you transferred to Oklahoma State, and like like you said during kind of the recruiting process, coach had laid everything out for you and all the different aspects outside of softball that would make Oklahoma State attractive, but. You're named the school SAC chair shortly after you arrival, like the head of the school SAC committee right after you got there. Was that a surprise for you or something that you had expected to have happen? No, that was something I expected to have happen. Um, Interestingly enough, when I told Coach G, like, these are my plans, well, he was like, okay, let me hook you up with our SAC advisor. Um, Her name is Joanna Harding. You know, she's my boss now, ironically. But... um, when I met with her for the first time, she was like, look, we have a struggling sack program. We are in recovery from COVID because I got there technically the full calendar year after COVID. And okay. so um, she was like, we are starting from the ground up. Wow. And she was like, I know you have this lengthy experience and we're going to need you to I help us rebuild. That. And so, um, you know, it was an expectation, but at the same time, it had to be solidified by my peers to vote me through. Okay. Um, so I'm grateful for them because I I was totally up for the task of rebuilding this program with all the knowledge of where I came from and how I think it should work and how I've experienced to work. So yeah. That's great. And so to that point, was it difficult? Like it's one thing to be a part of a school sack and kind of experience it for a year or two, climb through the ranks, then be the chair. You come into a brand new situation and immediately everyone's looking at you to lead and you're almost creating from scratch. Do you have to do any recruiting or pulling people in to become the Oklahoma State SAC group? I did a little bit. There were already like kind of appointed SAC reps from each like program, Mm -hmm. but um, I did a lot of like teeth pulling like, hey, Come to SAC, yeah. bring your friends. Yeah. We have free food. We did a lot of the free food stuff. <laughs> That's how you get athletes there. Yes. <laughs> really, free stuff, get the athletes there. But um, when there was like a promise of like fun activities that didn't even have to revolve around talking about athletics or anything, I think students started to come on board. So um, kind of rejuvenating that that school pride and that athletic pride was my angle, and I think it worked. That's so. great. So. So all of those factors involved, you had, you know, a good two, three years of working on SAC at the college level, and then obviously for the conference. Now, the broader scale, you're on the Division One National SAC, and you're the vice chair. So how has, how has your time with that been serving on that role? It has been a whirlwind, <laughs> honestly. Um, but I've had... Um, pretty easy transition into it. You know, I came in just as a regular representative. And then last year I got to serve on the um, student athlete experience standing committee. So I kind of got briefed a little bit on the functionality of a governance committee. And so then um, when I got elected for this role uh, by my peers, I knew it was going to be a lot of work and it has been already in my first like month of my (laughs) term. Um, But it's been a really great and easy transition. Like um, just kind of getting to know, like, you know, all of my expectations and then being able to network throughout um, the membership. It's it's been quite the experience. I'll bet. And, and speaking of experience, that student athlete experience committee, that was that that when that was first launched, we know that that was a huge thing for us as an association to get out there. Well, tell me about your experience with that and what you learned from that. 
Oh, I learned a lot about a lot of sports that I was very unfamiliar with. Um, and then it was also cool on the flip side to represent my own sport on legislation that was funneled through our committee. Um, so giving perspective on, you know, softball athletes and what coaches thought as well from the NFCA. So um, that was a cool piece. But then getting to learn about like women's wrestling and gymnastics and field hockey or regular ice hockey, like I, we were talking about topics that were unbeknownst to me. Like I had no idea what they were. And yeah. so it was really cool kind of familiarizing myself with experiences of other student athletes outside of, you know, the revenue generating sports or just, you know, like the softball and the soccer and volleyball, like other big known sports. Gotcha. So that was a cool experience. Gotcha. So if, if you don't mind, I'd love to wrap up this conversation with this question. You know, having been someone who has accomplished and experienced a lot in your college career, what advice would you have for a current or incoming student athlete to get the most out of their college experience? 100% would advise incoming student athletes to get involved. You are so much more than your sport and you won't figure that out if you're spending all of your free time in the gym or on the field, on the court, whatever the case may be. Um, you do have a few spare hours in your weekly schedule. I mean, I would know. So you do have a few hours to spare to really tap into who you want to become. And I would advise, I would advise you to figure out the ways to prepare yourself to become that person. That's great. And, and now I know Morgan, you're, you're freshly done with your college academics and, and softball career at that stage. So, so if you can look ahead, what's next? Well, I work in student athlete development and fundraising for Oklahoma State. So I bleed orange all the way through. Both of my degrees will say Oklahoma State. So go Pokes for yes. sure. Um, after that, I do want to be um, an athletic director and then eventually a conference commissioner. So whatever that path takes me, hopefully it's fundraising because that's how I want to work my way up. Um, after I'm done at Oklahoma State, I plan to look elsewhere and see what other opportunities are out there for me, whether that be, um, you know, the American Conference or mm -hmm. the Big Ten, the SEC, Big West, like wherever. Yeah. I will go wherever the opportunity yeah. calls. Thank you again for taking the time to talk with us today. And Thank that you. does it for this edition of College Sports Conversations presented by the NCAA. Thanks for joining us, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you.